Taco Brothers Podcast. Where two brothers from another mother come together to talk about what's going on in urban pop culture, sports, music, health, and real issues that face our community. These people here, what they do, they for real. All straight with no chaser and a splash of comedy. <laughs> Very funny. This is Talk, Talk, Talk of Brothers Podcast. Let's get this thing going. And now your hosts, Godi and Smash. We interrupt your regular scheduled programming to bring you a Taka Brothers podcast short. What's happening, everybody? It's your boy, Godee. And it's your boy, Smash, coming at you. We want to welcome you guys to another episode of Talker Brothers Podcast. We got a special guest on, the, on hand for you guys. His name is Joe Winners. He's an entrepreneur, transformational speaker. Um, he's a, a definitely crack the whip, get you in shape uh, <laughs> fitness coach. <laughs> um, he has he hosts his own podcast, Daily Pod, Path Pod. Um, it's definitely worth your listens. So, what's going on? Uh, as well as a motivation speaker, I can't forget that man because you definitely motivational. What's going on, Joe? Man, I'm doing. I'm doing great. You know, blessed by the best. How y'all doing today? Uh, can't complain, man. Can't complain. I'm doing great. Glad you had a chance to take time out for us, man, and and really come bless not only our listeners but those that's just passerbys that's trying to find. Something to grasp on through these holiday seasons to, to motivate them going into the new year. You know, try to get them to start their their New Year's resolution before New Year's. You get what I'm saying? So they would be like, well, I already started this a month ago. It's not a New Year's resolution for me. <laughs> uh, most definitely. hundred grand. I, man, thank you for thank you for having me on. I um, It's crazy you say that because I, I say that consistently. Like, it's, it's, it's important for you to really just implement as soon as possible right like it's two times for you to do anything um in your life the two best times is you know one time was a long time ago and then the next best time is today so i like it i like it well, <laughs> give me some background on yourself what what, what got joe winners to this point in his career and his life um yeah sure so you know just starting with um the upbringing because i for honestly the upbringing is like the the start you know i my mom was a single mother and she raised me and, and my two little brothers and um unfortunately she was she was killed when i was eight years old and uh, my father was an abusive father he was in prison at the time got out of prison was very abusive mentally physically emotionally i started running away from home um with running away from home i was blessed to be empowered with um diversity i would have to say you know i I went from couch to couch of friends and just seeing um different philosophies and and how different families operate and then whenever i got um to high school i started taking football 10 times more serious football would be my ticket out of the hood and ultimately into college and doing some great things but most importantly i met my young life leader brian leveritz and uh my man he just taught me you know self-worth and how to love how to love yourself and and how to think like a victor and not a victim because i based on the things i had been through in my life i have you know i became a victim at some point like i was still like grinding and pushing through but at the same time i became a victim i, I hadn't activated the way i knew i could and um he helped me see that and so you know fast forward to present day 
I just recently graduated college with my undergrad in arts and social sciences, December 15, 2017. I'm currently a, a grad student over at UNT studying for my master's of education and educational leadership, which I'll be obtaining this upcoming August. And um, I mean, what just really set me on this path is the empowerment from people like my young life leader, Brian Leverett and other people. And so, I mean, it's uh, ultimately I just stand for empowerment and achievement. You know, I, I believe in empowering others and to achieve, you know, the things I want to achieve in life while also achieving all the things I want to achieve. Yeah. And congratulations on, on graduation, man. And, and congratulations on your continued education. And that's one thing that drew me to you. And watching your, you know, we follow each other on Instagram. That's how we met. And just watching your videos and listening to your your pod, um, Daily Path Pod, you, you're in your face. You, it's like you, like you living what you you preaching what you're living. And it's today. It's the now. We we have we don't have any time to waste. So if we need to take care of what we need to take care of today, and this is how it is, and this is how you give it to your listeners, and it's. It's, it's no sugarcoating it. It's, you're going to either do it or you're not going to do it because I have no time to waste, wait for you. And it's it's good to hear. It's empowering for our our young African-American males to hear this type of thing and, and understand that, especially for us, it's 10 times harder for us to be able to reach and maintain and get some kind of clarity in our life and on how we're going to get to point A to point B. Because like you said, that struggle was was 10 times harder for you. For And I live coming from an urban situation as well as Smash, but the plight from you to get to point A was point B was so much harder um, for you to have the mental fortitude and, and have that that person that you can that you can guide you, and that's what I think. That's why I know what I'm here, and that's why I know I reached out to you so that we can um, continue have that continuation with with that that type of leadership going forward for for our youth and and even for our adults that are trying to to figure out life. You know, our young adults that's trying to figure out life and understand what their what their purpose in, in this life is is for. So that was. I was uh, listening to you and uh, and reading up on your podcast and all that stuff, and we we share some similarities because I was uh, uh, raised with a single mother. My uh, father died as uh, he was murdered by his best friend, actually, and so I grew up without a father. So I know some of the things you're going through, and you. It's good that you had a mentor to help get you through that. But what was your the question I have for you? What was your like awakening moment when you were actually found your why like that set you on this path what was that moment when you were like oh this is what i'm meant to do this is my why my purpose um i think two things um i i feel as if a why a person's why if you're aware early on could uh, could always be evolving as you're evolving as a person and so i think early on i knew my why my why early on was becoming the man that my mother could be proud of that was that was ultimately my my biggest reasoning for um continuing going and and not choosing to drop out of school or choosing to um and i'm not gonna sit here and act as if i i didn't do things that i shouldn't have done but like right. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but but in the sense of you know actually persevering and and going after things um i at least always had it on my mind to make my mother proud even when i didn't ne necessarily know 100 how to navigate through my journey so my why was always my mom to be honest it was always you know like um 
just just a background like i she wasn't treated correctly by my father by um by other people that was in her life like i watched my mom um get disrespected and it's not as if like she just allowed it to happen but it's it's the people that felt as if like you know we can just do whatever to you and um i I, that didn't really sit well with me so for me it was like you know i'm not going to be um the same man that my father is and stuff like that and that was my why early on as i got older after meeting my young life leader my why became giving back because he gave to me mm-hmm. to be honest with you like um it took it took I-, I say all the time i believe i was going to be successful because initially my why was to make my mother proud so that that was going to happen regardless to be honest with you but but i was a selfish person before i met brian you, you feel what i'm saying and after yeah. i after i met him um I, I lost the selfishness because when you talk about servant leadership at its finest, that's that's Brian Leverett to a hundred percent. So um, ultimately, that's that's when I, you know, it started to ignite in me. But as far as the exact moment when it was like, wow, how, like I know I should be giving back. It was after I had went to um, University of North Alabama. My first year and a half in school, um, I was every semester I was fifteen hundred to three thousand dollars short every semester, every <laughs> semester. And I would call Brian and I would say, "Look, man, like I, you know, I don't got this money, man. Like it, essentially, it comes down to like, okay, I have money to pay for school, I have a scholarship, I have an HLA, but like it's still not a, enough to cover the whole bill. And I don't think it's fair that I come from a family where I can't afford to go to college, as to being the reason why I can't finish college." And he said, "You know what?" tell me when it's the deadline. And so I would give him the deadline and he was like, no, not not the first deadline. I want the deadline with, um, you know, all the late deadlines with all the late fees accumulated up. And um, I would always give him that deadline and he would call me on the day of the deadline each time and had the money. Wow. And wow. And, and so um, I, you know, that blessed me to be able to stay in school there. And I was, I was actually also blessed while I was there to win a championship for football so I won, I won a conference championship ring um and then uh I was like you know they were going to give me uh, more money as if I was to get in-state tuition which would obviously make tuition cheaper than what it was paying out of state and uh but I didn't I wasn't granted in-state tuition so me and Brian had a talk and he was like look man you can stay out there we'll keep supporting you and I said look to be honest like I have the chance to come back down to Texas and get accepted into a school as a transfer so that's what I'm gonna do like I just don't see it being fair and also I believe it's selfish on my part for me to stay out here at UNA um, given the circumstances and you know just the backstory on that whenever I graduated high school I couldn't get into any school in the state of Texas because my grades was horrific and I, I got into a school in the state of Alabama which was UNA but it's easier to transfer to schools than it is to get into them as a first time freshman and so I was able to transfer back to Texas and I mean he was he didn't have to cover my bill or anything like that since then so it was then like God opened my eyes like man like I, it, it's it's a magical it's it's a magical feeling and it's to be honest words don't do it justice because 
like I just I I never would have thought that would have been the case, especially when you come from a family where, you know, you've you've had to go from house to house and family members wouldn't even take you in. And and, you know, like, I mean, you just never see that coming. So that honestly empowered me. Oh, yeah. OK. Wow. So with we're going to get into I, I really wanted to touch um, on because of the because of what you what you're speaking on that somebody helped you in understanding your worth. So I really want to dig into that and, and help the listeners and help others understand um, why that statement means so much and how to apply that to your everyday life of knowing your worth, whether it be at school, whether it be at work, whether it just being um, you know, healthy and just in your art everyday life of how knowing your worth can impact impact your life. Oh uh, yeah, my, I mean, most definitely. Um, you just want me to go at it and, and and speak solely on why it's impactful. Why it's impactful? Give give us a why. Um, the biggest thing is because nobody can never get you off your course, and nobody can never stop you from doing the things you want to do in life. It's very hard for people to stop you from chasing your dreams when you know who you are and you and you know your worth. You see what I'm saying? It's it's very hard for people to prevent you from living life to your fullest potential when you know your worth and so to apply it on a daily basis gives you the thick skin necessary for the negative comments that's going to come your way the losses that are going to come your way because knowing your worth is not it's not believing that you're perfect none of us is perfect so even though you can't put a price on any of us because we're all priceless and we're all worth so much that doesn't equate to being perfect and since it doesn't equate to being perfect you have to understand no matter the losses no matter the trials and tribulations no matter what's going to come your way when you understand your worth you're not going to fall off because of the losses right and and most importantly it's the biggest thing like i believe those that are not aware of their worth they think failure and losses is the opposite of success and that's not true once you've learned your worth once you understand that you're you're gifted you're you're powerful beyond measure no matter what's going to happen essentially you realize that failing is a part of success but you have to keep going after you fail Bingo. so it's you see what i'm saying like Bingo. like that's, that that that's just that's just what it comes down to and and knowing your worth is it's what empowers that because when you don't know your worth I mean, when you fail, you'll probably quit and go to something else. And right. by all means, like failing is a part of both a successful individual's path and a quitter's individual's path. But it just determines on, you know, how are you going to rise above adversity? Yeah. Whenever I, the time comes. And I mentor a lot of kids here in Houston as well. And and the first question I always ask them is, um, do you have have you set any goals for yourself? You know, and they they always seems to come up with something it's never not nobody ever none of these kids ever sit down and say i have no i don't understand what i want to do in my life now whether it's whether it's um how would you call it obtainable or not attainable goal um to to be able to understand okay here's your point a and here's your point b Okay, so you're sitting at point A and here's your goal. Now, how are we going to get to that point? And a lot of times they see others within that career field or within with, within that that uh, that goal that they're trying to reach. 
and they know they see the end result. They never, they necessarily, that's never necessarily see how did they get to that point. And part of it is that failure. And I ask that question all the time: Can you accept failure? Can you accept that you're going to fail? Because nobody's, it's very few people going to going to get through life without having some trials or tribulations, some some type of way. Especially as, as us as African Americans, we already started from from behind the eight ball. So. Can you accept the failure that comes with that? You know, just like, just take sports for instance. There are more kids that can get into college than that where once you get to college to make pro. Okay, can you accept the fact that you can get to college and you can play college ball and you can get that education, but you may not necessarily get pro. So then from that goal, what is your next goal? What's your next step? And a lot of times they, they look at that stuff and they say, well, um, I'll fall back and change this. I'll fall back and change that. But then here comes another set of goals. Here comes another set of failures. You know what I'm saying? So understanding your worth would, would make, if they understand that, then nine times out of 10, they won't accept less than for what they're trying to accomplish in their life, if that makes any sense. That does make a lot of sense. I, one thing that I would challenge them to, to understand is that there is no, like, a champion will realize there is no such thing as a fallback plan. Right. It's there. It's not a fallback plan. This is a like what I'm doing. If I'm if if I'm trying to go to the NFL. So if I if I make it to college, boom, I don't get to the NFL like I want to. All of this created a set of behaviors for me that's going to allow me to achieve and what my calling is supposed to be. So the next thing you do is not a fallback. The next thing you do was your ultimate calling. You just didn't know it yet. It's not a fallback, right? And so the 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 most critical thing that kids need to start realizing is or anybody is that when you're going after something and it doesn't work and it's time for you to actually go after your calling that's the next part of your journey you need to extract the positive behaviors you've gained from the original goal that you had so if the goal is the nfl and you were actually serious about the nfl then what were the behaviors the behaviors was waking up and going to practice at 6 a.m um making sure that you're doing your schoolwork so that way you could pass pass your classes um making sure that you're you're going to bed on time making sure that you're being healthy making sure that you're doing things that is going to take care of your mind your body your spirit and give you ultimately the best chance now you don't get to the nfl well i mean those behaviors that you have is going to be the behaviors that's going to get you to excel at a, a rate in your calling that you wasn't going to be able to do if you hadn't already went through this it's all a part of the process so many people are focused on the end goal and they don't realize that the success is in the process exactly it's true yeah it's exactly true exactly. Dang. <laughs> speaking that speaking that real stuff brother i like it uh speaking that positivity because that's i'm all about the positivity and that's what i like about when uh you know, I was looking at your podcast and all that stuff. I really like the positivity that you bought because at, uh, I used to teach a class uh, on resilience and stuff like that. And one of the things that we used to do is uh, have people write down three things that went positive for them in the uh, past 24 hours. And, you know, people struggle with finding something positive to write down three, three simple things. And they struggle with that. And that's what got me to be positive because like we say in this podcast it's easy to look it's easy to uh talk about the negative but it's it's it takes a lot of work to focus on the positive 
Most, most definitely, most definitely. I, yeah, it, it's crazy that 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 people struggle with that because, man, three things. I mean, that's sheesh. I mean, it's a list of things to be grateful for. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, it's hard if you ask people. Just I, they they would struggle in the past twenty four hours. They'd be like, man, I don't know. You know, you 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 know, you know what you know what that says. What's that? They're not self aware. If, when you're self-aware, it, it's it's so hard. It's it's hard to struggle with a question like that. And and that's and and part of part of that also is is understanding the things that you surround yourself with. And speaking of of knowing your worth is is who you surround yourself with. My my daddy always told me, "Show me your friends, and I'll show you your future." You know. Hmm. So if you have if you have a group of people that are self-destructive, then nine times out of ten, you you'll be in that mode of of having that self-destructive behavior as well. So if you got somebody that's 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 really on that educational trip, that uh, educational tip, that's really on that that spiritual tip, or really on that athletic tip, if you surround your around yourself with those type of people, you tend to go further, reaching your goals and obtaining your worth than you would be otherwise trying to not trying to hold on to this negative energy that you think that if I let him go then that part of me part of me won't propel further without without that carry on I should say most definitely I agree so, so what are other what are some other things that you within your motivational um, classes that you teach what are some other uh, pointers and, and tips that you give your 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 clients to help them through this path um, I mean, first and foremost, like understanding what their mission is, like what is your mission on the earth, right? Like we have companies out here that have a mission statement. We have schools with mission statement, churches with mission statement. A lot of people never think about what their mission is in life. What is your vision in life, right? Like that's the next thing. So, I mean, I, I do entrepreneurship coaching, so I do my best to get people to understand that you as a person should be operating at a level where you're you're living the rest of your life as the best part of your life like and that's you know you do that by having a mission you do that by having a vision you do that by setting goals you do that by knowing your purpose right you do that by uh you know even the the draft so to speak and what i mean by that you were just touching on um understanding who your friends are and, and, and your pop saying, you know, um, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. That's important. If, and I, I, everybody that watch sports, I want you to hear this closely. Every single year, there's a draft, football, basketball, like there's a draft, right? Every single year. And in this draft, so many people, like as far as the people taking part in the draft, get together. You got the athletes that have, they, I mean, it's the biggest interview of their life, so to speak. Um, they're training for weeks leading up to the draft, harder than they've ever trained in their career. Granted, their whole career plays a part obviously but they're training super hard um and, and most importantly the teams that are getting ready to pick 
the players are making sure that they've sat with the players, they've ran the IQ test, they've evaluated them, whether they they do it at the combine and the pro day, they have an interview with them, um, and then they go they go through all of all of the prospects and they compare and contrast what would be the best possible pick for their team. You need to start having a draft for your life. Stop just letting people in your life just because. Like like I mean to be honest, like you gotta have to be at a point where you're like, look, man, like. How does this person benefit me? And I'm not talking about on a on on like money. Like it's not a I'm not talking about money. I'm not talking about materialistic like mentality, culture. Uh, how does this person benefit me? Is the reward higher than the risk? Are am I surrounding myself with the best possible people I could be surrounded by? And I think it's even um funnier for the people that watch the draft every single year and they they're they're watching what's going on but they're not actually understanding it because if they did they would implement it in their life like i mean your life is important than a football game and a football team right like the the dallas cowboys will always be the dallas cowboys the houston texans will all, i mean obviously unless they relocate or whatever the case may be but like as far as a team like the team will be here you get one life to live after that after your life's over you're gone that's it nobody talks to you again the loved ones that care about you the most don't talk to you again and and you know it, i mean it's just it's so important to be aware of what you need in your life and what you are consuming i'm not telling you to act like you're too good i'm not telling you that if you're if you have someone in your family that's negative and they're pessimistic that you can't talk to them at all I'm just telling you not I mean don't talk to them all the time don't right. surround yourself with you know don't surround yourself with them all the time like you know um that's practice squad you right. know so to speak <laughs> right. that's a that's, <laughs> you know? that's a break from the norm that's not the norm exactly exactly so like mm-hmm. we I mean it's it's just important to understand like faith mentality work ethic emotional intelligence like all of these different areas are to be implemented. We're talking about faith. Um, I'm, a, I'm a believer in God. Um, for those that are not a believer in God, I can give you other things that you should have faith in. Two of the important things, yourself and your future. Mentality. Your mentality is the foundation of who you are. If you have a weak mentality, you will be a weak person. If you have a strong mentality, you will be a strong individual. Right. Work ethic. Work ethic is the key to unlock all the doors that you're supposed to unlock in your life. A lot of people will never unlock certain doors that's supposed to be unlocked in their life because their work ethic is not there. So they're lacking the master key in their life. They just have the normal key. But when you're but when your master key is on 100 it's going to unlock every door that's supposed to be open in your life. And if you don't make it, like let's say if you want to get to the NFL and you don't make it to the NFL, your master key didn't fit that door because that door wasn't supposed to be open for you. You need to go find the doors that's supposed to be open for you and use your work ethic to open them. And then last but not least, emotional intelligence. Like you can have everything that I just named, but if you do not know how to control your emotions, you can throw it all away. If, if, yes. if, if, you see what I'm saying? If, if 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 you if you do not know how to act in social settings, you can throw it all away. So right. I mean, that, these things are key. And I and I'm always um, telling telling these kids that 
you you have to have an even kill. No matter what you do, you have to have that even kill. You can't be too high and you can't be too low. No matter what the situation is. If you're it's your birthday, you're so excited, you can't be that high. You know, if, if you're someone's past and um, you're feeling sorry for yourself, you can't get that low. You know, there's time to get that high and it's time to get that low. But you have to have, to be able to move on and persevere, you have to be able to get yourself back to that, that neutral position and continuously moving forward. And using those, those highs and lows as propellant to keep you to move forward. Yeah, most definitely. Ba- balance is key. Even kill is key. That's key. It is. So I know like with the, you know, empowering people, you know, it's good. But then a lot of times a lot of people make excuses. But I've always been told, too, that um, as far as like putting yourself to on your path to your purpose, your why or whatever is you got to have that health. You know, they say mind, body and spirit. And a lot of people nowadays, they're struggling with with the health, especially like uh, in the African-American community. We got high blood pressure. We got diabetes and we just overeating and stuff. So what how do you coach people along with that? Because I know you do it all, man. You got the whole game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Um, some of it is unlearning some of the stuff you learned, you know, um, as far as, you know, you addressed high blood pressure and stuff like that. And. I mean, a lot of it stems from just our history and the, and the stuff that we've eaten from then until now. And so the the biggest key is for you to get to a point of understanding, like McDonald's might not be the best option all the time. Right. Wendy's might not be the best option all the time. Like I tell people, you know, like when my when my daughter grows up, she will not be eating that stuff. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that I'm going to forbid her from it. Like if she goes with our friends to McDonald's and stuff and they, they eat there, like I don't believe in, you know, um, trying to control, which is going to create resistance. But as far as you with the fam, me, you, your moms, are we going to McDonald's? No, we're not going there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's she, she's not going to know what McDonald's is until she's playing sports and somebody on the team is like, hey, let's all go to McDonald's. And if she likes it, cool. But I mean, then I would make sure that I'm educating her because the thing is, it's just solely getting to that point where you're aware that sometimes the things that you're taught is not always facts. It's not like people have to realize the difference between the fact and the opinion. And it's not to say that opinions can't be validated because a lot of opinions are validated. But people need to get out the mindset that an opinion is a fact. And the I mean, we we live in a time and this is across all cultures where if you grow in a if you grow up in a household where your parents are loving and your family is loving, you're going to take everything they say as a fact, which is I, I respect that like those are your parents but what i will say next is at some point you do have to have a mind of your own and having that mind of your own is what allows you to actually learn and grow if that makes sense like it, it, it i mean it's it's very key but if i was sitting here and i'm coaching somebody i'm letting them know like hey look it, it our life is not the time for excuses like, I don't I don't even want to be surrounded by people that want to make excuses. You know, uh, people right. will talk about people will talk about, well, Joe, you need to understand where people come from. Did you not hear my story? Do you not hear where I come from? I'm not saying that what somebody comes from um, isn't understood. What I'm saying is don't try to use that as the excuse 
to why they're not trying to achieve the best version of themselves because that's invalid to me does that make sense like you 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 being in a position um based on what you've been through okay that that's validated but we can't have a true conversation about achieving the best version of yourself until you realize to leave the past in the past we don't live there no more so you know that i mean eliminate excuses you get somebody to eliminate excuses and, and get them to realize like look man be resourceful be coachable be decisive you know you're resourceful you're willing to go and, and get the things you need to get to become the best version of yourself you're coachable you're willing to learn and take in quality information and if you're decisive you can make the decision to be the best version of yourself right and that's important i definitely again i want to preach i want to say thank you again for coming on the pod man because you definitely have, we can definitely go even further into this thing. And I definitely want to have a chance to bring you back um, because there's a lot. Of, I have a list of things here that we didn't cover, but, you know, we only could get so much in an hour. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I, I hope that that our listeners appreciate what you have. Where can they find you at, Joe? Um, a, a couple of places. If you have Instagram. You can find me at joewintersjr.com. That's J-O-E-W-I-N-T-E-R-S Jr. I mean, I said .com. I'm sorry. It's just Joe Winters Jr. Uh, my website is joewintersjr.com. I, I write a blog. Um, I have podcast information on there. Um, the Daily Path University, which is my podcast and entrepreneurship coaching, where I have modules that show you how to actually build a podcast and, and sustain entrepreneurship as well. Um, and then you can also find me on Twitter at Joe Speaks with two S's at the end. Also, by the way, you know, you catch the Daily Path podcast on iTunes, Spotify, by searching Joe Winters Jr. or Daily Path podcast as well. I also want to throw that in there. Yeah, I, I, I'm really heavy on the. Uh... I'm here on a daily path. That's that's the one. When I need that that umph, that motivation speaker, be like, hey, I don't feel like doing it today. And there's there's definitely something on that daily pod, on that daily path podcast for everybody. Just check it out because it's definitely worthy of it. You know, sometimes you yeah. you don't want that mind numbing entertainment from the pods from pods if you're into podcasts, and then sometimes you want that enlightenment, that enrichment, and that encouragement, and that motivation to 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 get you to the next the next thing or the next moment of, of your day or your life and uh the daily path is definitely it definitely does that for me man so i appreciate that i'm I, i'm so glad that i can do that and um i don't i don't know if we had we spoke about it but i'm, I'm also doing a daily path tour in 2019 for at-risk children where i'm going to low-income schools organizations neighborhoods and i'm speaking for absolutely free because i'm aware low income means no money for you know resources and and so they don't really get as many things as a school or locations that have the income. And so I'm currently asking for help. Um, anybody could help ignite the Daily Path Tour with a small monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99. Completely up to you. Um, if you if you don't um, have it or you don't want to do it, you know, just sharing the podcast and the movement with someone else will also be a really big help. But as far as where you can go to make that monthly contribution, you can go to anchor.fm forward slash Daily Path forward slash support. I appreciate you, man. Again, I, I thank you for for enlightening us, and I de- definitely will be in touch as far as um, on the physical aspect. Um, but with that being said, man, much love, and we out. Peace. All right, thank you. You just listened to a Talk of Brothers podcast short. Now back to your regular schedule programming. Peace.